The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much for listening to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until 7 o'clock this evening. I know you've just heard uh, there in the news headlines some of uh, the goings on, the proceedings from the Dáil today, a big day in Leinster House. We had a cabinet meeting this morning. We had leaders' questions then uh, later in the morning into early afternoon and ongoing as we speak are these lengthy statements about what happened in Dublin last Thursday and by extension about Helen McEntee's future um, as Minister for Justice and our listeners have been having their say as well. Uh, Sean in Westport says, I'm very much a Sinn Féin and Mary Lou supporter but I feel she is wrong calling for heads right now. The government can't openly say they lost control of the streets. Imagine the outcry from all the drum beaters if that was to happen, not to mention the negative publicity worldwide. Somebody else simply says, Helen McEntee has done a fantastic job. But Ed says, anyone can see that McEntee is totally out of her depth and inspires zero public confidence. She should do the decent thing and make way for someone who is up to the task. With me to discuss now is Alan Farrell, Finnegale TD for Dublin Fingal the party's whip in the dollar. Mary Sherlock, who is a Labour Party senator. Uh, Senator, I might start with you. Do you have confidence in Helen McEntee to keep her position as Minister for Justice? Well, uh, I think the simple answer is is no, we don't have confidence. Um, I believe there has to be absolute accountability for, for what happened last Thursday. And last Thursday night was a, a failure um, of leadership at the very top of Ungarda Siakana, um, although we must say that like the guards who were on the ground in the front line were, you know, incredible. It's, an, it's amazing that a life was not lost, but they had to work under the most extraordinary of circumstances to try and restore order to a city. But, you know, there was, an, there was a failure at the top of Angarda Siakana and there's a failure of the, of, of, on the whole of government with regards to the approach to policing in this country over the last number of years. When I look at the numbers of people of police on the ground in my area in the north inner city we see that there's been a 10 percent drop over the last five years there's far fewer community policing 79 i think we had back in 2020 we're down to 29 now and the number of juvenile liaison officers has remained stuck at around five over the last five years when we know that the need is far greater than that and so while knowing that we have a huge resource need, that we need to get more Gardaí on the ground, this government has effectively done little or nothing other than announce targets, but we haven't seen anything with regards to pay or conditions or how we actually ensure that we make, uh, I suppose, coming into Garda Siakana and having more boots on the ground, visible policing, which is what the people mm. of Dublin need and are crying out for right now. Uh, Alan Farrell, I would suspect you disagree with uh, Senator Sherlock. Why? I disagree fundamentally. Um, I mean, the very comment that the, the number of Gardaí nationwide have dropped is not accurate. The number of Gardaí has actually increased uh, by approximately 10% since we reopened Temple Moor, the first recruits of whom graduated in 2015. Now, well, if we go back, if we roll back the, the clock, Mary, I, I didn't interrupt you. I'm not going to interrupt you, so I'd appreciate if you didn't interrupt me. The Garda Training College was, of course, closed during the crash. We reopened it a couple of years later when the budget, the national budget, permitted it. And we have been engaged in ongoing recruitment since then. The The issue, I think, that we are suffering at the moment and part of the problem, not just related to COVID, but due to the number of recruits that are going through Templemore. Now, as a member of the Justice Committee, I actually visited Templemore last week with the committee and we saw firsthand exactly what goes on. We, in fact, met recruits um, 
during the course of that visit. As I said, the national numbers increased by 10%. I can throw figures out like Murray has just done. Uh, in the north part of my constituency in Balbriggan, the number of Gardaí has increased by 50%, 5-0, since 2015. And in the southerly parts in Malahide and Swords, it's increased by 14%. There's loads of these statistics that I can throw out, but what people actually want to hear is what are we going to do about preventing an incident like what occurred on Thursday from happening again. And there's a very clear path for us to do that through investment in equipment, in vehicles and in personnel, ongoing recruitment and then questioning some of the powers that uh, are being used at the moment, such as the use of force, which I think is a really critical part because this goes down to the confidence of an individual guard defending himself or herself uh, from individuals who who don't Why don't guards know that? Well, they they do, and when when there there are certainly questions in relation to whether they might end up in a court, which has happened in the past, where members are put on uh, um, you know re- mm. reduced duties, and there are anecdotal stories of that. That's why the guard uh, the the so this is what the guards but this is what the, the guards have been saying here. for for, this, this, for sorry, several this, years this now. Rank and file guard have been this, saying this for years. We 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 are afraid to act. The way this we know we're meant the, to act the, in serious situations because, you know, GSOC are looking over our shoulder and we're going to be stuck on death duty and there will be repercussions for it. And it has taken lawlessness in the city centre for your colleague in Fine Gael to no, actually I don't do anything accept about that. it. No, I don't accept that. All right, that, what were you doing about it last question, week? These, these questions are very, very relevant in the context of the of the the. the the issue that we're discussing. Uh, but there have been ongoing issues. I mean, the AGSI this morning, for instance, just to put that remark into context, said that there's no question over the uh, the, the policing authorities' views in relation to the use of force. The, the, the bottom line from our perspective, from government's perspective, very clearly illustrated in the doll that I've just come from, uh, where both the Taoiseach and uh, the Minister for Justice and indeed the Minister for Housing all re- remarked uh, on the capacity of the Gardaí to take control of this mm. situation to ensure that it doesn't happen again. And that's the most important aspect of this discussion. It's not the political recrimination and mudslinging. It's actually the policing on the ground, making sure that people feel safe, making sure that the Gardaí that are doing the job are yeah. adequately equipped and yeah. have the vehicles to get from where they need to go to to, to uh, protect people yeah. and indeed property, as unfortunately was illustrated on Thursday. So, Senator Sherlock, I mean, it, is this a distraction from what we should be talking about, how to equip the Gardaí to deal with this in the future? That's, that's the job of work that the Minister for Justice wants to get on with. Listen, Fine Gael have been in power now for the past 12 years, have had the Ministry for Justice for the last 12 years. It's a bit rich for them to be coming along now and saying these are things that they need to be doing to have prevented last Thursday night. The reality is that people... When we talk to people in our communities in Dublin, there is a a feeling of not being safe because they don't have a visible Garda presence in their communities. And that is because there has been a failure to recruit and to look at the reasons as to why on Garda Siakana cannot recruit. But the other key issue that we need to address here is that Last, the, the, the government had been peddling this line that nobody could have predicted last Thursday night. And that is utterly wrong. I stood in Parnell Square at half three last Thursday and it was an ugly scene then. And I said to the guards, like, you know, what, what are we doing here? And they were monitoring the situation. But there has been repeated failure by the very top of Angarda Siakana to realise 
how these ex- situations get out of control really quickly. We saw it outside Finglasgarda Station in February. We saw the burning of the tents in, 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 in May, June. We've seen the issue with the library. So sorry, Mary, is, you, is your we criticism, is your criticism more then of Drew Harris rather than Helen McEntee? Uh, uh, listen, it's both, right? There's an issue here about so should he go operational too? decisions. As I said at the very start, there has been a failure at the very top of Angartha Shia Khani. So he should, he should go to too. There has accountability that, and there has to be accountability within government. But, 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 but I'll tell you one thing, right? No, and, tell me that I one thing that I've asked. Should Drew Harris no, go? No, yeah, but I don't. I don't have confidence in 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 in, in, in either of the two. But what? But so you, what you I don't have confidence on, in Drew Harris. But I, I, but what I'm very clear on, right, is that we can start talking about individuals here, right, and changing the people at the top of the organisation. We need to look at all of the decision making that goes on around Ungarda Shiakana. So it's not just about the Minister for Justice, the Tishik and the Tonsha and the Minister for Finance have to be involved in that conversation and they are accountable too. And similarly in Ungarda Shiakana, it can't be just about the Commissioner and obviously the Commissioner sets the tone for everything that happens. But there needs to be a look at the very top of Ungarda Shiakana and what decisions are being made. And to, uh, to my mind, they are failing to take on board the true extent of the threat that is out there. Mm. There's a, probably a very small number of people who were orchestrating the events, who, who, who initially, uh, I suppose, orchestrated the events last Thursday. But that spread to a much bigger group of people. And it's because of the lack of community yeah. guarding on, on the ground. It was because uh, of the lack of using that intelligence that, they, that, 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 that we saw the lack of response that we, we as Dubliners so badly needed. Yeah. Uh, and, and we saw the endangerment of people on the streets and livelihoods as well. And, and, and that's the big fear now, is that, yeah. you know, people's jobs and, 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 and livelihoods coming into the Christmas will be damaged because of the, of, 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 of the chaos that happened on our streets. Alan Farrell, uh, Mary Sherlock doesn't have confidence, as she said, in the Garda Commissioner. Do you think he has questions to answer? I think the Garda Commissioner has already indicated that he is going to review uh, what occurred on Thursday evening for the purposes of learning. And I absolutely agree with him. I think that is entirely necessary. I I think what's really important is for us to recognise that the events of Thursday night have never happened in this state before. Whatever about small incidents here and there across the state, anti-migrant protests and things like that, we never saw what we all witnessed on Thursday evening. So for the political community on the opposition benches in Leinster House to claim that the Gardaí and the p- people on the ground, including Murray apparently and, and, and others, to knew, know that it was coming, to know that there was going to be looting and burning and destruction of public and private property. We, uh, burning sorry, of Alan, we knew that, that there was going to be trouble. Fanciful. We knew there was going to be uh, trouble. No, 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 no. no, no. Sorry. We, There's a we, difference we, sorry. between hey, trouble, ground, difficulties at, at a picket line trouble. or something like that, and burning out of public and private property, including public transport and guard of vehicles. Yeah, that but one, one escalates, one escalates to the other when there's such uh, failure no, to deal no, with we the have first. To recogni- we have to recognise that this was a, 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 a unique event. Now, I, I hope that it never happens again. But putting in place the necessary resources for the Gardaí to do their jobs, to be effective as they possibly can on the ground, including tools, technological tools, such as um, uh, body cameras, which will be rolled out hopefully in January or February. That piece of legislation is actually passing through the House tomorrow and uh, will become law tomorrow. Uh, also, the, the rollout of additional guard of vehicles. So, so there's over 100 new guard of vehicles that are be, going to be a- arriving uh, between now and the end of the year, which is only, what, six weeks, five weeks. Um, number of guard of vehicles, for instance, across the country has gone up 
um, from 20, in 2020 up by 11%. Yeah, well, it went, it went down 11 then, the other night, of course. One of the key, unfortunately so, one of the key issues, though, as well, and this will be very good news for community groups right across the country uh, in conjunction with local authorities, is that they will now, on the passage of a piece of legislation shortly, be able to roll out community CCTV. And that's not something that has been possible in mm. the past, unfortunately, because of GDPR. But we've resolved the legal difficulties and there will be a scheme launched by the Department of Justice in conjunction with the Gardaí and local authorities uh, very shortly, yeah. which I hope will be really important at making people feel confident that the guards and the local authorities are watching at large gatherings, at concerts, okay. at sporting events, things like that, we'll, we'll, that can make a real difference to how people feel we'll safe in their own community. Alan Farrell, Finnegale TD for Dublin Fingal, Mary Sherlock, Labour Party Senator. Thank you both uh, for joining me. Ed says, Kieran, I don't know which is scarier, the mayhem of Thursday night or on Taoiseach's staunch defence of the woefully incompetent Helen McEntee. Clearly, he places party loyalty above the safety of our streets. That's just the view of Ed. This listener says, never mind what the politicians are saying. It's the Gardaí themselves saying they are understaffed and have not got the equipment. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four. On News Talk.